Welcome to Fold in the Cheese, the recipe for fantasy football success. We are your hosts, two average dudes, watched a lot of football, played a lot of fantasy football, and our wives told us to get real jobs. And uh, we said pass. We'd much rather talk about football instead, so here we are. Uh, this is a podcast for those who are just starting in the fantasy football. We want to bring some knowledge to help you get started. We'll be here along with you on the whole journey throughout the season, checking in, checking in with players and seeing who we should sit, who we should start, all that fun stuff. And for those who are a little more advanced, don't worry, we got some stuff for you too. Yeah, so if you're a casual fantasy player and you're tired of not winning, we're going to change that for you. If you never played before and you feel like, hey, I think I'd like to play this and I think I'd like to win my first time through, we're here for you too. Let's make this happen. Get some W's. Let's get it. Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. This is your boy, Kemper Troll, on the microphone this morning. Happy Tuesday, everybody. And I'm joined, as always, by the Donatello to my Leonardo. Leonardo leads Donatello machine. <laughs> Ethan Gale fan, what's up, E? I do machines. Kemp. I do machines. <laughs> I do machines. I always felt like... So the, the character's personality has changed a little bit from show to movie to whatever. Oh, but yeah. like. I mean, but they were like pretty consistent, I'd say. Like Leo to me was always he was a little bit clean cut, like a little bit straight straight laced and all that. He was always the like, Cyclops of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles world. He was kind of the Cyclops. But I always liked him as a kid. Huh. I always and I don't know if it was the color blue. I liked blue. He was a leader. Felt like I was like identifying as a young, mm. you know, third, fourth grade <laughs> leader. Okay. Um, wow. But I like that. So, so I like that all about him. Um, he was always like the only problem was like sometimes he would buzzkill if Mikey was trying to go off and rage. He'd be like, "Or Raph, come on, guys, we got to get it together. We've got business to take care of." <laughs> like, have, like, what business do we have to take care of? But first of all, can we just clarify that we are specifically talking about '90s cartoon Ninja Turtles, right? '90s cartoon Ninja Turtles. Yes, yeah. the classic, the best. Yeah, I know we're, we're yeah, showing our age and just doing that thing. Oh, and my day was the best. No, but this legitimately was the ninja turtles of the 90s cartoon best of all time you know you got so many different iterations now don't count them as canon because they're not go to the original ninja turtles the way to go but i think you and i might have talked about this you know years or so ago i started introducing my kids to it a couple years back you know had to scour youtube or whatever dark web online to finally find (laughs) it um and so i ended up watching them and it's funny like as i'm watching them one thing, Shredder is like the worst and dumbest criminal he's the ever. Dumbest villain ever. Like he's yes. so dumb and so, so bad at his so job inept. of villainy. Yes. And they'll just like leave and say they're defeated when they're not. And it's like, <laughs> dude, you really have the upper hand here. Mikey is literally in goo, like Raphael's eating a pizza. Like, you have the upper hand. It's like, oh, you turtles got me again. Those blasted turtles. Those blasted turtles. It must be those blasted turtles again. And, and he leaves, <laughs> yeah. but he'll slip on a banana peel, like leaving too, just for that extra oh, gut punch. But he then was so the, clumsy, so bad. And then the other thing was, is that they have these weapons, but they never use them. Like It's just, they'll use like Michelangelo instead of his nunchucks, he'll pick up like some sausages and maybe throw them at the foot clan. Like <laughs> why? So they always, they always pull them out as if they're like, and whenever they're running toward the enemy, you always True. see them running nunchucks like whirling as fast as they can go in the air. But the only reason he uses them is to like hit other stuff to make it <laughs> hit them. Yeah. It'd be like, like Leonardo would like throw a sword, <clears throat> knock down a net. 
Yeah, or like hit a trash can and then the top pops up. And it's just, remember, the, you got these YouTube videos now where it's a hundred step process that starts with somebody like hitting a ping pong ball, yes. which knocks into a bowling ball and it turns on a fan, which blows a boat. It's like the same thing. As you yes. said, Leonardo will throw his sword into the trash can, which goes up into the sky, scares a crow who poops. And like, so like that. <laughs> yeah, he would, he would like, yeah, he would cut down a net and like it would fall on top of the foot clan or, or like, Donnie would use his bow as like a pole vault stick or something like it was never I'm going to hit you with this weapon. <laughs> it was, use your weapon. He's like the, and Raphael's size were always the weirdest one, right? You're like, what are, you, what are you supposed to do with this thing? He never used them the right way in the cartoon. No. You saw him kind of do some stuff in the movie, which is kind of cool, I guess. But because like, he threw them in the movie, right? Throw, yes. Well, and he would all. Yeah. But he'd also like put his fingers around the middle That's one. That's true. Yeah. And have him like kind of like claws sort of. But yeah, he threw him. He'd throw him in the cartoon, but he always like throw him to like hit a button on a wall, which closed a door that true trapped him in or whatever like again never really using the weapons to attack <laughs> it's just, anybody it's for intimidation factor man i mean yeah. it's like we've got these don't make us use them because don't we won't <laughs> you know we're we're master martial artists so and then here's what's also funny to me so in the cartoon the foot clan were robots right the foot soldiers were all robots they weren't real people because whenever they defeat them they would explode or whatnot but then in the movies obviously i guess again we're not talking about the movies so i'm going against my own rule but in the movies there were people i uh, thought they were like purple pants black shirt type they were in the show in guys. the cartoon but they were yeah. robots but they were robots really i don't yes. know that i realized that yes i haven't watched i mean so we watched it back too when my son was this has been several years ago he actually liked it so much that we ended up painting his room like one of his walls green that's right that was baller you did like a baller room for him that was sweet (laughs) like a sewer lid on the wall that had green lights all around it it was pretty sick but um he he like fell out of that phase pretty quickly (laughs) right into the room (laughs) unfortunately like we had like old school posters that we print off in the old cartoons and stuff it's pretty cool but he's no longer really interested but anyway he was watching the cgi version the newer ones Mm. and number one much more violent, like actually violent. <laughs> Number two, like they're terrible. Like the characters, like they, they, there's no they character kind of like, development. There's no character development, but they kind of like over animated them in, in like a way. That, I don't know. I just don't, it doesn't look good at all. And is it, is it more know. like anime ish? Cause I, I'm not gonna lie. I have not watched the new CGI ones. It, a little which, bit. I'm sure not even yeah. that new anymore, but yeah, it's more like anime ish, which, which is fine, but nah, man, you gotta go old school. There was even old a time, school. I think in the old school when like, one of them was kind of it, it, might, it might have been Michael, Michelangelo who looked a little more pink than orange, right? Was it like it was like a time period, like <laughs> well, the first season. If you watch the, like the first episode, you're kind of like, is that guy pink? That? <laughs> well, let's be honest, the animation wasn't the sharpest. I think again, I'm I'm such a nerd, and I, I read all these clickbait articles about behind the scenes stuff. We've talked about this with like movies and such, and so one was like behind the scenes with Ninja Turtles, I'm like okay. And it says they reuse so many animation slides. They'll reuse so many things. And then they're just their panels where the colors are just all wrong. And yes. I'm like, oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> but you don't notice this stuff as a kid. You're like, this is the best. They're eating pizza. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But and also one of the best video game arcade games at the time. Dude, that arcade game was. Uh, see, I take, I I take it back that. at the time. I say continually. It is continually. still one of the best arcade game. games. It was a left to right scroller, but you actually yep. had some depth. You could actually move a little bit with. Oh, the yeah. Street, forward and back. And, uh, you know, with the four players and one of the great, the great storyboard. I mean, I would waste <laughs> a ton of quarters on that. Between that and the X-Men arcade game, I would X-Men waste a ton of great. quarters. Yeah, those were those were money in the bank. And those were like 
early nineties. So you were just getting out of like rampage, which was always like a fun, but like this very different feel for these. Oh yeah. These were great. Ninja Turtles arcade game where it's at. Go check it out. I always thought like if I ever struck a rich and I was a bajillionaire, I'd be like, I would get one of those arcade games for my main cave. One of those. So I'm still working for that goal. Yeah, they're like 500 bucks. I mean, they're, I don't think they're, no, like, they're like, they're a couple thousand, man. I actually looked like, I want to say like five or so years back. I was like, I'm just curious because no my way. buddy and I were talking about it. We want to get one. And it's a few G, man, because people know how much this game was beloved. I guess and... if it's like the classic ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking like, of like a golden tea from like three years ago as opposed to the newest one. And those are like not that expensive. Mm. But if you want to get like a classic, I want the classic, the big box you're standing up. You got the little joystick and the two <laughs> buttons. Give me that true. all day. That's probably, that's probably fair. Okay. Well, maybe, uh, maybe if we get some more sponsors on the pod and just keep rolling. <laughs> yep. I'm just going to get some very specific <laughs> sponsors. <laughs> just yeah. uh, Konami or whatever that was. That, I, was just, I was like, crap, what was the company name? Konami, yeah. Sunoco. Nope, Sunoco's gas. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Tsunami. Uh, no, that's a weather event. <laughs> that's the weather event. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get to some football here. Um, I, I would say on the whole, the NFL this week kind of normalized. Right? Yeah. Well, there a couple for one aspects. major exception. <laughs> one major exception, which we'll get to in a minute. Yes. But it did kind of normalize. Like, really, for the most part, I think it was stuck to script. Week. Yeah, pretty normal yeah. week. We still have some injuries. We're going to cover those first, as always. But um, it was a little bit better to see, like, okay, the teams that should win are starting to win. Maybe it's like second half of the season turning into playoff form. Yep. I don't know. But shortening um, that rotation, stop getting as gimmicky, just stick to the, the basics. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe it's like taking teams more seriously and realizing like, hey, if you don't show up, you'll get beat by the Jags, you know. So um, let's hit the injuries first, and we'll talk about some of the games specifically. But uh, Adam Thielen's one of the bigger names this week. High mm. ankle sprain. They play on Thursday night football. I would say very unlikely to play this week. High ankle sprain is usually like a four to six week injury. I was going to say those are the worst because those take so long to heal and can be such a range in like injury wise too. Yeah. He's he is a tough dude. I could see him trying to play through maybe in a week or two, but and they, it could be a mild sprain. So I think that would make it a little bit easier. But um, keep an eye out for that. You're going to see targets going to some other folks. KJ Osborne saw some Tyler Conklin filled in as well. Looked Nobody else, good. but Jefferson Jefferson needs to get the ball, so he'll just have Golly. 30 targets in the game. Justin Jefferson, ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Kenyon Drake, this was kind of sad. Broke his <laughs> ankle. He's done for the year. Did you see um, that too? I have not. I've not seen. I don't. Like I was actually. Plays. I've seen several ankles broken on replays, and it, every time, I'm just like, oh god. Well, I was watching. I was actually watching a little bit of that game. I don't know how I was, but I was, and I actually saw it live. I was like, it, when you see it live, you don't. You didn't think anything of it, but then when quickly. they show it slowly, like the dude literally put all his weight, like was wrapping him up, kind of pulled himself off the ground to then use all his weight, and it just crumpled. Oh yeah, it was not good. That's usually how it happens. I mean, yeah. it's usually a guy from behind kind of catches you. Like, that's why they tried to eliminate the horse collars. Right, the horse, collar. horse collars. Same thing. But he grabs you from behind like that, and then your knees bend, and he pulls you down, and your, your body twists over your ankle and just in a snap. I mean, it's just it was it's bad. awful. Yeah. Um, it was interesting, though. I will say, fantasy-wise, Josh Jacobs got nine catches in that Huge. game. Huge. He's he seen a lot more passing yearly volume. output. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's seen a lot more passing volume in the last several games. But I think that you're going to see even more with Drake gone. Yeah. Um, it's going to impact him the most. Logan Thomas, I haven't seen the update this morning, but they think he tore his ACL and MCL. Um, yeah. it, not a good injury either way. Probably done for the year. 
And that sucks for him just coming back, back too, man. It's like, dang, that sucks. Just came back, dude. That does suck. Uh, Miles Sanders wouldn't be an Whatever. episode without us mentioning Miles Sanders. <laughs> Whatever. Left early, um, ankle again. Um, Kenneth Gainwell took on the workhorse duties because Jordan Howard was out and Boston Scott was there, but sick and, you know, was only there for emergency or whatever. So I don't know. This is one of those that's going to be a guess. Him. But he was having a great game. And that's he had the like 25 part. carries. Yeah. 25. <laughs> literally the most he's had all year and 120 yards finally breaks through 100 yards. And come on. It's just so ridiculous. Like, Miles Sanders' season has probably been one of the more frustrating seasons in fantasy. Just, I know he's not, you know, a top tier star or anything like that, but people had higher hopes for him this year. He was obviously the, well, not obviously, he was supposed to be the feature back. Eagles were supposed to come back a little bit, excited about Jalen Hurts. And then this, one of the more frustrating things to have happened. And, ugh, yeah. It's awful. Yeah. It's awful. Um, and I agree with you. Like, Remember the beginning of the year, they would only run it like four times a game or something yeah. crazy. <laughs> so you're like, well, that's kind of some bullshit. Um, so I don't know. It's been a weird year for them. It's been a really weird year for him, and it sucks. And yeah, he's. Uh, They're getting Bob Sakamoto off the practice squad just to come in and Bob Sakamoto. take some touchdowns. Um, I just checked Logan Thomas real quick here. It, it, it says an MRI did not confirm that he has a torn ACL. So I don't know. Did not confirm. Is that the same as. <laughs> You know, it's ruled pleasant. it out. I don't know. Uh, he jacked his knee pretty bad. I, I don't know. Uh, I guess best case scenario is a sprain, but it must be a pretty bad one. Um, anyway, well, you count on Logan Thomas, and they're not going anywhere. You don't want to push anything. If you if you have a risk of a torn ACL and MCL, even if it's quote unquote not confirmed, you really want to test that thing. Like, yeah, uh, they're not going to put him back out there. Pass. We'll see. Uh, Joe Burrow dislocated his pinky finger. So there's a lot of this happening this year with like fingers, quarterback fingers. And I know a lot of them are happening on hitting helmets and stuff like that. But um, dislocated pinky finger should be able to play through it. That's a that's a finger that you don't really need that much when you're throwing the ball. If it's your middle finger, like we saw with uh, Taysom Hill, Russell Wilson, his ring, ring finger, middle finger, index finger. Those hit the ball pretty tight in the top of the top of the football. And the last one's to spin off the ball, kind of your middle finger and your ring finger. But pinky finger doesn't really do much. So can I, I say like that? I know you you can see this, but I was pretend as you were going through the fingers, I'm literally pre- trying to see how it grips a football and it just looked like I had carpal tunnel. So I think I'm just I yeah. pass. <laughs> I'm just yeah, you know what? I'm getting old. Yep, I'm done. <laughs> Are all my fingers dislocated? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> did I hit so many helmets just now? <laughs> <laughs> you did you did. All right, uh, with the Giants, there's news that Daniel Jones will likely miss more games. With that neck injury, I guess they're still trying to figure out exactly what's going on. He's going to see a specialist this week. Uh, Mike Glennon, who was awful anyway, left that game with a concussion. <laughs> who is awful anyway? So they've got, uh, they signed Jake Fromm whenever Daniel oh, Jones Jesus. was going to have to miss this game. They signed him off the street. Um, not good, dude. If he has to start, not good. Mm-mm. I think he wasn't he on Indy earlier this year. Didn't he come in in the Indy game at one point? Well, I think you're right. Maybe it's Jacob Eason. Well, I, I was going to say because Indy has Ellinger. They're going to keep him. Yeah. Uh, I get the Georgia quarterbacks confused, but uh, anyway, he he was not on a team, so they nope. just signed him to the practice squad or something. He could actually start a game if Mike Clinton can't go. That could be their starter, and that's not good for the Giants, who are already no. not good. Who are already not good. Who actually, prior to last week, this uh, this past game, were kind of back in the NFC East a little bit, but yeah, no. The NFC is uh, is wide open. Really, really, all the playoffs are wide open right now. Mm-hmm. There's something like 17 teams that are within two games, I think. Um, and 
statistically, the Lions are not eliminated yet. <laughs> so that means like no one's eliminated. Yes. <laughs> Golly. That's been a wild year. Um, before the Thursday night game, we we found out that Alvin Kamara wasn't going to play. Mark Ingram filled in, was terrible. Well, the Saints I think, were terrible. I mean, the Saints were terrible. But the Dallas defense keyed in on the run, knowing that Taysom Hill was going to start. Didn't stop him from running, but they stopped Mark Ingram from running. So that's four missed games for Kamara. I didn't even Yikes. realize necessarily that he'd been out four weeks. I mean, ugh, that sucks, man. You, you spent like a top three pick on that guy, and that's not what you wanted, especially this late in the season. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he's back for a playoff push for your team. Uh, keep an eye on it. I don't think I don't think Mark Ingram, unless it's a really good matchup, is going to be a great option for you. Especially as you said, with Taysom back there, Dallas is going to key on the run what they yep. did, and so other teams are going to do the same. So yeah, Mark yeah. Ingram is not going to be a reliable option for you. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Hurts was ruled out this week as well, so we saw Gardner Minshew fill in. Looked pretty good. Minshew Mania. Minshew Mania. Did you see that video of him punching his dad and like chest bumping with him after the game? I did not. I just keep thinking of Uncle Rico that video, but I did not see his dad. So he has his mustache still, uh, rocking a mustache. He's out in the parking lot. It looks like must be the players' parking (laughs) lot or something. In the parking lot, (laughs) but he's got like a full blown Maverick bomber jacket. All right, it's got like several patches on the back. Sounds right. And I guess he's meeting up with his dad after the game, and he is jacked that he started and won the game and played well. And he's legit like, Dad, I won a game. It's pre-game so hype, shoving his dad, like trying to get himself, like you know how you do when you're trying to get hype, oh, yeah. you start shoving people and screaming in their face. Like he's doing that with his dad. His dad's like, Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, he looks really like a crazy person. Really quick tangent about that. Going back to old school shows that I've been showing my kids, uh, they came home from school yesterday, and I was like, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna throw it back. We're gonna watch some Legends of the Hidden Temple. You remember oh that? Oh my gosh! That yes. kid game show. Yes. So uh, for quick Silver refresher, snakes. yes, right. That's the one that everyone always remembers. And purple parrots, green monkeys, green anyway. monkeys. Yeah. Uh, so just a quick summation of the show. It's teams of two kids, and uh, you're trying to do these physical tasks. But then there's also some trivia questions. So anyway, they're all wearing. You always have a safety helmet, right? It's back in the 90s. Got to be safe because we were super safe back then. Of course. Uh, so they're introducing the red team. And uh, what is the red? It's the red Jaguars or something like that. Anyway, not to point. All of a sudden, these kids are probably between the ages of like nine and 12. So they introduce the red teams like and Justin and Sarah. And you just see Justin grab Sarah's shoulders and just headbutt the crap out of her. Like, oh my <laughs> whoa, Justin, <laughs> like what is yeah. happening? Yeah, I think uh, was Sarah it, got concussed. Yeah, it turned out to be Justin Tuck, and um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he grew up to be an NFL superstar for the Justin, New York Justin, what are we doing? It's the Temple, man. Wow. Temple games coming up. Fourth and fifth grade. You gotta love a fifth grader just going all in on the headbutt. Full-blown right. headbutt. Full-blown. Jeez. Sarah did not see it coming. Um, for those of you who have not seen that show, it's epic. It's great. Oh, so good. Been a long time. They, they might have reprised that at some point. because I think, I think they tried and like, 2016 ish when i was searching for it (laughs) yeah yeah i'm sure it failed because like our generation was obsessed with that kind of like that and guts were like the two everybody wanted to watch all the time and i think they tried to capitalize on us being parents and get our kids like if you cycle it you know 25 30 years you can grab the kids of the people that you used to be your audience tales came back True. A bunch of stuff's coming back. Ninja Turtles. I mean, Ninja Turtles, perfect example. Uh, Sorry, one more thing about Legends of Hidden Temple. One of the best things was they would show the every time like teams got eliminated, it's like, don't worry, you're not going home empty handed. And so like the teams that get eliminated the first round, you're getting and it'd be 
nerds candy. It's yeah. like, oh, <laughs> a box of nerds. Awesome. Then, like after the second round, get ready. But the best is like they they jazz up these these promotions. Like get ready for the excitement of this yo yo. I'm like yeah. yo yo. Like this was the second round. Pro- give me the nerds, man. Like give me the I've eaten Domino's pizza. <laughs> that was third place. So. <laughs> Golly, that's hilarious. Well, it's so low budget, man. They blew all their money on the temple. Yeah, they had- <laughs> the temple was legit. You have seven dollars remaining in your budget, and they're like, "All right, we'll get a box." It's like going to the the ticket counter after an arcade, and like, I'll, I'll take a snake. I'll take a, a uh, <laughs> the plastic I'll take snake. a spider ring, a plastic snake. Give me those Chinese handcuffs, and that's like a lifesaver. I'll take a Jolly Ranger. Yeah, that's all they got left. All right. Anyway, um, so the Eagles are going on by this week, so Mitch I don't think. I don't think you're going to see Minshew Mania after the bye. Jalen Hurts is just playing it safe with that ankle injury. I think he'll be back, and uh, they're, they're still very much in playoff hunt as well. Daryl Henderson, this was weird. Daryl Henderson was active in case of emergency. I guess teams Dumb. are doing that now, but it was a Sony Michelle show. He looked great, 24 carries, 121 yards, and a touchdown. Looked really good. Sure, yeah. um, I guess Daryl will be back in their next game. I assume. I guess, like, I guess. but as you said, like when you when you have this active but not playing, it's like you don't know, and that's as you said, it's yeah. incredibly frustrating for fantasy owners. Um, so yeah, just you just got to keep an eye out for that one. Yeah, and last thing I had here was uh, Julio Jones is designated for return now. Obviously, you can fart noise if you want to because Julio <laughs> has not been great. Has not been great this year, but the Titans made it a point to give they him extra time. Him. To give him extra time to heal up, they need him. Um, you know, AJ Brown's now on IR, so they're kind of swapping places. But they gave him extra time, like more than he needed, to make sure he comes back, hopefully, fully healthy. So, could be an interesting stash for the rest of the season. Could be valuable this week or, or next week. You know, yeah. if, with AJ out, he's the number one. So, jeez, can actually do something for you. So, Ooh, hang yeah. on there. My but the big news of the week. Big news. The Detroit Lions got their win. Detroit. The best Calabunga, is too, dude. The Calabunga. The best part is that they get it against the Vikings, who are one of the many teams, granted, who got them at the uh field goal at the buzzer. So True. now they got the touchdown at the buzzer, which was yeah, unbelievable. Just nuts. He I've been pretty, saying it all year. Jared Goff, most clutch, most, most clutch, clutch quarterback, most just fourth quarter, almost comebacks, just unbelievable. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, how about him? Saint, what was it? No, it's I'm saying Brown who got the touchdown. That's right. I always want to go with Saint Cloud. Why do I want to do Saint Cloud when it was Saint Brown? Ugh, Saint Cloud's bad. in Minnesota. I don't know. Maybe there's some Saint Cloud, Minnesota. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's going on. I don't know. There it is. But did you see that? I mean, fourth and two. Did you see the play? I mean, oh yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah, the dude was pretty wide open, and that's a pretty bad, that's a uh, bad blown coverage after a timeout too. Right, right? that's the thing. I just don't understand timeout, how. And then you're gonna blow coverage out of a timeout. You can do that when what was it two weeks ago when the Lions were playing on Thanksgiving? Um, they're you know had a crucial drive against the Bears, and they were coming down, or and uh, they called a timeout, and then coming out of the timeout. They were so unprepared. They had to call timeout again, and they ended up getting a five-yard penalty because they yeah, called back-to-back timeouts. Right. So it's like, how does that even happen in this day where you're coming out of a timeout and you're so unprepared? That's just inexcusable. I think Mike Zimmer, Matt Nagy, you're both fired immediately. <laughs> both fired. Just two weeks in a row against, against the, Lions. the Lions. They made you look like, like a like a fool, both of them. I mean, Dan Campbell, coach of the year at candidate. Dan Campbell, 
coach of the year. Um, but yeah, the, the mood has got to be. Uh, did you hear just like a massive roar all across Michigan when that happened? Was it just like yeah, it was kind of like uh, everywhere. Remember uh, a few years back, when, mount up kind of thing when Marshawn Lynch was uh, scored that touchdown in the playoffs. Beast quake? Yeah. yeah, it was kind of like that, like a beast quake in, in almost greater, greater Detroit. Almost as exciting as that parade for the Lions I was at. So I mean, it's it true. Yeah, pretty nuts up here. Get out your Worthers. <laughs> the Lions nice. will call back. We're having Good. another parade. <laughs> call back. Um, how about that Bills Patriots game last oh, night? Geez. Oh my God, what a weird freaking game, dude! Such a weird thing. I mean, I know weather plays a big, you know, plays a part in these games, but my God, to completely change to game plan literally around the weather is just something that's so crazy. But you had to. I honestly Matt, feel like Belichick may have game plan for that that way anyway. Like there's, a, there's a part of me that's like, could, that oh, was his game he, plan. He didn't care what the weather was going to be like. That's what they were going to do. Not that they were going to throw three times, but they probably thought like we're going to run the ball down their throats because the plays they. I mean, you don't know that the wind's going to be that bad until a couple of days before, right? The and even plays then, they were running. We're like, these weren't just like we're stronger than you. We're going to run down your throats because the Bills' defense is one of the stout. best run defense. Yeah, this was like guards pulling. Tight ends. No, pulling, they, like, they, they had. They had. These were plays they had made. Yeah. And you don't just make a play like that like a day ahead of time. You know. You're right. They they had this thing ready to go. It was really impressive to watch. Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, and even Brandon Bolden. These guys were just slashing, well, crushing. You, you know? wonder if they were just going over that Colts game and just saying like we can run on these guys, and then the, obviously the weather is kind of saying, well, yep, you're going to anyway. So they were just kind of maybe that was a game yeah. plan just. Ran yeah. it down their throats and it worked, man. Make them it stop wasn't you pretty. They, they it, do it was not a pretty game, not a fun game to watch. But man, you talk about a game plan. They ran that right. That they ran that to perfection. Ran that to perfection. I see what you did there. Thank you. Yeah, it was pretty wild. I think I've you've heard quarterbacks talk about like the elements and playing in weather and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And one one thing I've always heard the NFL guys say is the only element they really ever care about or pay much attention to is wind. wind. They're like, I can play in the snow. I can play in the rain hottest balls whatever the wind, wind is, yeah, is when you can't you just you can't throw it you know did you see that one jake bailey punt for the patriots yes it went like <laughs> nine yards <laughs> 10 to 15 yard punt he's like uh the best is the camera guy so he's following it as if it's a he normal punt it's like oh shit yeah. i gotta come back <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna go check out the receiver oh nope it didn't it barely got past the line of scrimmage Never yeah mind. good punt and the field goals were hilarious too i mean oh, they were God. like they were shooting sideways and i mean nick folk had a perfect one. I mean, he, he knew he's like knew it was going to come across. Shoots it, and you're like, that's that's wide left. Oh, it's dead center. <laughs> it's dead center. That was wild. Again, that's why my son's going to be an NFL kicker. Man, play to your 49. That's Nick true. Ball. That's true. Um, it reminded. I just made this note too. It reminded me of my high school football games because Mac Jones was pulling a K troll out there. Hand <laughs> off left. Times. Hand off right. Hand off left. Throw three times. That's about a normal game. It's a great game. <laughs> Two What's for three. Fun? Perfect. Yeah, great game. So it's what's crazy to think, though, with Mac Jones completing two of three passes, that's actually way under his season completion percentage, which is insane. 67% is under his season completion percentage? Yeah, he's averaging like 70 right now. Wow, look at him. That hurt him. This game hurt him. That's right. Percentage-wise. It's a win. Um, in other news, Brady threw four more touchdowns. <laughs> in other quarterback news. In other news. non-Patriots news nowadays. Um, that's nine touchdowns against the Falcons. <laughs> Jesus. He's yeah, he's he's undefeated he, against the Falcons in his career. 
We knew it was going to be big, right? Yes. We knew it was going to be big. Yes, we did. He is, he is like, he's stomping on their throat at this point. It is yeah. a, yeah, that Super Bowl thing was like, that was a bad, that was a bad beat, right? They're on the ground, kind of crying about it. And he's like, oh, come here real quick. Let me, let me see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Every time I play you, I'm going to throw five touchdowns. How about that? He's like, oh, Matt Ryan, you were drafted second overall. I was drafted 199. Bam. Bam. <laughs> I'm going to get 199 touchdowns against the Falcons. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Until I do it. Uh, we talked about him earlier. Justin Jefferson Oof. just went off 180 yards or more in two of the last three games. <laughs> it's just nuts. That's dumb. It's ridiculous. But still, my favorite Justin Jefferson moment of the year is when uh, I forget who made the catch or the run, but he comes to try and make a block. And you just see him come running onto the screen with his arms flailing like a windmill. <laughs> Like, what no, is that like? That? <laughs> like what are old, you doing? Yeah, it's like it was old that old Chinese thing. game show. That old <laughs> Chinese game show they used to have, uh, Ultimate Extreme Challenge or whatever, where the guys would come like running like this and they'd uh, run into <gasps> a wall, into a door, and it, like some of the doors wouldn't open, <laughs> so they just fall flat down. Or I just picture like remember the old Simpsons episode where Bart and Lisa would come at each other. It's like if I'm going to go like this, and if you get in my way, it's your own fault, and just like throwing his arms out. Yes, you know who used to do that? The Drader twins used to do that when they were kids. <laughs> yes, I am not <laughs> surprised. Listening. I heard I heard a story about um I think it was I think it was Nick who had the uh had a knife. <laughs> oh god. He had a knife. He's like, "Vince, I'm just going to do this. If you put your hand up there, it's going to get you." And he yeah. did it and it just got him. <laughs> and he just stabbed his twin he brother. Stabbed, he stabbed him. Yep. That's a good story. Uh these it's kids your own are fault. It's your own fault. <laughs> Uh, speaking of wild, Javante Williams had a coming out party. Boop, boop. Dude, he blew it up. I don't know if you watched any of him in that game or, or heard about it, but Melvin Gordon was out. Uh, Javante got 23 carries for 102 yards, which is solid anyway, yardage wise, but the runs looked really good. Yeah. But also six catches, 76 yards and a touchdown. He was RB one this week. I mean, he looked like a total beast. That's crazy. I actually, uh, when we did our, our daily fantasy, I chose the wrong Jay Williams. I actually wanted Javante. Oh, so that's what happened. I yeah. think we need to change it. Okay. Um, yep. So we'll, sure. let, we'll just get, yeah, we'll get that fixed. Got it. Perfect. I'll yeah. take care of that. And I didn't want Foster Moreau. I wanted George Kittle. I, I don't know how that oh. happened. I mean, and they're, they're the same long. price. So yeah, they're the same. Sense. Yeah. 2,700. I think that was right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had some guys who were filling in this week that we wanted to keep an eye on. So we had Alexander Madison, Woo-hoo. great game, 21.4 points. We knew he would be a stud. Jamal Williams. I thought he ran really well. The he wrong didn't Jay get, Williams. He didn't get any passing game work, no. which was really surprising. He got one catch, I think. Um, so he only had nine points, but looked good out there. 17 for 70-ish yards. Mm-hmm. Solid game. Foster Moreau, bad call on my part. One catch, 34 yards. Last time he was a starter, he had six for 60 and a touchdown. I don't know. They, I think he got tripped up on the catch he had. It could have been. Uh, it actually could have been a long touchdown, but... I mean, I guess any play could be a long touchdown until you get tackled. <laughs> until you get down. <laughs> you get tackled. But uh, one catch, 34 yards, not what you were hoping for, not what I was hoping for with Foster Moreau. Yeah, but the, I don't think the Raiders were anything anybody was hoping for. They were bad. True. And I think he finished just like tight end 26 or something with his 4.4 points. So it wasn't that terrible. <laughs> <laughs> wasteland. Considering the wasteland. Uh, Taysom Hill threw four picks. Still ended up being QB6 on the week. That was kind of wild. Right. I uh, hit 101 rushing yards. That'll do it for you. And then I just wanted to give, I've been like going through the top players each week, just kind of see who's up there and whatnot and figure out who we're going to do for blind resumes and all that. Shout out to Jalen Waddle, dude. He's getting like, I think, I think he's not on, nearly I, attention. He's a freaking monster. Yeah. 
He was nine for 90 this week. That's three straight games, 18 plus points. He's turning into a legit number one. I think as the season goes on, uh, it's just a, I mean, Dang. I feel like he has been the number one. I mean, I know Devontae Parker's been out for a while and he came back this past week, but I feel like it's been the Jalen Waddle show. He's been the um, Dolphins number one, but he's he's turning oh, yeah. into legit fantasy. Oh, you're saying fantasy wide receiver one, like top twelve type wide receiver. I mean oh, yeah. he really is. Mm-hmm. It feels weird to trust him in part because he's a rookie, in part because he's the Dolphins and you don't know what to expect. But like he's been rock solid. He's been really good. I'm I'm pretty Pretty jacked about him. He's you hear that, Jalen? Kemper gets the stamp of approval for you. You're you welcome. get my stamp of approval. I think you did a good job, Jalen. Nice work out there. Yes. Why don't we hit some blind resumes? Speaking of which. Let's do it. So I don't know about you. Again, I know it's kind of getting towards the end of the season. The cream is starting to rise. The dust is settling. So people are kind of settling to where they should be. So you don't really necessarily see those like, whoa moments. So I wanted to change it up a little bit. So I don't know what you had. So if you have traditional ones, maybe you want to go first up to you. I have two season long blind okay. resumes. Okay. I why don't mix, you? I can, I can, we can alternate. Yeah, we'll alternate. Okay. okay. So why don't you start us off then? This one's kind of annoying, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. So I love it. Running backs, season yes. long. Running back A, 173 carries, 765 yards, eight touchdowns. Okay. 40 catches, 230 yards, and another touchdown. That's 195.66 points. Okay. Running back B. 219 carries, 937 yards, 10 touchdowns. 18 catches, 154 yards, no touchdowns in the passing game. 195.3 points. How is that point totals adding up correctly? That doesn't seem right at all. Catches and yard. I mean, you got you got twenty extra points in catches. Oh, wait, you said running back yards. A has forty for two thirty, mm-hmm. and running back B has eighteen for. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Sorry, my bad. You're right. Uh, Point. Yeah, that's perception. true. That's twenty two yeah. points right there. Yeah. Okay. Plus the yardage and the touchdown. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My bad. I flip flop those for a second. Huh. Interesting. So yeah, obviously one is more of you just kind of strict runner when the other is getting more involved in the passing game. But the interesting, is not that many yards on the 40 catches. Uh, but hmm, you know me, I usually go for receptions, but I'm going to go with your more traditional runner and go with running back B. Okay. <laughs> running back B is Derek Henry. <laughs> <laughs> that's, and that's after missing how many games? That's through eight games. And oh running back God. A is Zeke. <laughs> Oh my Zeke God. Elliott. All right. right. Uh, Derrick Henry is still sitting at running back eight on the season. <laughs> and that's missing. And Zeke is running back seven. Yeah. Jeez. I just, I, I mean, I think that's kind of a cheapo. It's a little dumb, but I mean, well, it just speaks more to how insane? much of a beast he is and was. My Isn't that God. insane? That was eight games and he's still sitting at running back eight. Yeah. He's still ahead of all my running backs, which is awesome. Uh, <laughs> I'll still no, take for, him. Actually, we could trade away Fournette. That's why. Yeah. yeah, I'll still take him. Wow. Right. Okay. What a beast, the king. Okay. All right. So I, I I'm right. doing it differently. So I'm going to give you. I'm just going to give you a player stat line, and I want you to tell me where they were drafted in our league. Oh my gosh. Yes. So these are season long averages. Okay. Okay. So they're not season totals. This is just averages. Okay. All right. So I'm going to give you a couple and I will do one at a time, but I'll give you a couple. All right. So here is player a. What position are we talking about? 
I'll t- I'll tell you because uh, it changed. Uh, it's uh, running back and wide receivers, but I'll tell you who's who. So okay. uh, this is a running back, and again, these are season long averages. So this guy averages nine rushes a game for forty five yards and half a touchdown, with also four receptions for forty seven yards and half a touchdown. Where do you think he was drafted in our league? Um, pass catching running backs in our league typically go after all of the studs go and God, I mean, nine rushes, not a lot. Um, there are only a couple of stud players that are in split backfields. That I think anyone would have gone early on and that would be someone <sighs> like a chase Edmonds type or something like that. Um, I'd say this guy was drafted no earlier than sixth round. No earlier than sixth, eh? <laughs> it's no. Saquon Barkley. <laughs> Derrick Henry. <laughs> oh, no, it is not Derrick Henry. Um, this actually, I wanted to start you off with a trick question because he was not drafted. This is Corderell Patterson. Really? Yes. This is Cordero Patterson. So, I guess the, the touchdowns have been so clutch for him. Half a touchdown a game is a lot. I mean, that's mm-hmm. so you're talking each, about in each your one running, full touchdown a game is twelve touchdowns right now. That's running back six and uh, undrafted. Wow. So, yeah, yeah kind of. Again, I kind of threw you with a, a, a little trick question, but I just thought it was very interesting. So okay. okay, so that was that was the first guy. All right, this guy's a wide receiver. Okay. So he has he has averages of 11 targets a game, eight receptions for 113 yards and a touchdown. These are averaging average. 113 These are yards. Averages. Where was he drafted? Averaging 113 yards and a touchdown. Yes. Good grief! Right. So where was he drafted? Do you think he was first, second round? Yeah, Not I undrafted yeah. Tom Brady. It's got to be. Um, I mean, I got to guess that's. It's got to be Debo would, or or Cooper Cup. So, I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm gonna say he was drafted in uh, uh, either the fifth or sixth round, or maybe the eighth <laughs> or ninth. No, so you, you would think with, with, with those stats, you got to say back into the first. That's Devontae Adams. That's Tyreek Hill stats, right? Um, I'm guessing because of the way we do the game that that is Cooper Cup, um, potentially Debo, probably Cooper Cup, and that I think he was like a sixth rounder, but. So you are right on the money. It is Cooper Cup, and he was drafted in the fifth round of our league, which yeah. is crazy. So yeah, that's that's obviously wide receiver one. That's top five fantasy player overall, including quarterbacks. He was oh, drafted gosh. in the fifth round. Yeah, and those are those stats look exactly like a Devonte Adams on his like best year on his like, best like, year. Like this is like best case scenario. Devontae, this is like kind of what you hope and expect to get from Devonte Adams. He's mm-hmm. capable, but golly, okay. Ugh. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you one more for now, at least. Okay. All right. Another running back. Averages 12 rushes a game for 55 yards and 0.7 touchdowns, and then also averages six targets and four and a half receptions for 43 yards and half a touchdown. Who was it, and or where was he drafted, mm. or vice versa? Where was he drafted, and or who is it? Again, it's a lot of touchdowns. Um, I'm going to guess this one is 0.7 touchdowns. It's going to be like eight rushing touchdowns-ish. Uh, this this looks like it could be an Austin Eckler to me. 
Um, it's a lot of it's just a lot of touchdowns on both sides of the ball there. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I would guess I, I would guess maybe Austin Eckler, but yeah. So I and I would think Eckler was a second rounder. So you're, is that your guess, Eckler? And, and you would say he would be drafted in the second round. It's either him or Fournette, and Fournette would have been like. I don't know. He he went way late. For I think us. I got like him in the. I think I got him ninth or ninth. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, those are my two guesses. Okay, so I just found this interesting. It is Austin Eckler, and he was drafted okay. in the first round. Um, the reason why I I threw him in there too is because I was just looking at him and Cordell Patterson, and they're so similar. They so Cordell so averages nine. Eckler averages averages twelve. Cordell is averaging like forty six yards for on the ground. Eckler fifty five, and both half a touchdown basically. And then they're both averaging four receptions for mid forties yards. So it's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy. It's, it's a really similar stat line, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. So there you go. Yeah. Austin Eckler. He's been, I mean, he's been a stud. He has been, been a stud. stud. Yeah. These guys, are, those guys are both like top, what, five or six running backs. He's RB two. Austin Eckler. Eckler. Yeah. There you go. Nice. All right. Love it. Well played. Okay, I've got some wide receivers season long for you. Okay, ready. I'm going to give you three of them. Oh, geez. And again, I just find this kind of interesting. And, and these are sort of different stat lines, but you'll see why. Wide receiver A, 84 targets, 52 receptions, 710 yards, and eight touchdowns. That's 171 points. Okay. Wide receiver B, 84 targets, 57 catches, 881 yards, but only four touchdowns, 169.1 points. Wide receiver C, 92 targets, 73 catches, 760 yards, so kind of in the middle there, and four touchdowns, 173.7 points. Can you give me uh, wide receiver two's uh, touchdowns again? Four. Four. Yeah. So A is a touchdown maker. B is a high volume yardage guy. C is a high volume catch guy. Man, yeah, you're just going across the across the board here. I feel like wide receiver C looks familiar or sounds familiar-ish. Um, I feel like he's been on on blind resumes before, but I'm not ready to commit to it yet. Uh, I do like the touchdown output of of wide receiver A, but as we always say, touchdowns sometimes can be fleeting and hard to come by. So man, um, I, I'm going to choose between you know me. I, I I'm going to go against my grain here because I, I feel like Costanza. I need to do the opposite of what I normally <laughs> do. So I'm going to go with A just on the high touchdown um, ability, and uh, I like it. I, again, uh, wide receiver C sounds very familiar, so I, I feel like I we've seen him before, but I can't commit to it. But I'm going to go with A. Yeah, wide receiver C is a blind resume darling. He's been on several times. Is it Hunter Renfro? Yeah, it's Hunter Renfro. Hunter <laughs> Renfro. But listen to this. Okay, so he's wide receiver 20 on the season in our okay. PPR league. All right. Uh, wide receiver A is wide receiver 22 on the season, DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf. And wide receiver B is wide receiver 23, one spot below DK, Tyler Lockett. These are both the Seattle receivers, 22 and 23, and Renfro sitting at 20 with a couple more points. Wow. It's just, we could use him every week. I feel like it's really just like can. another, it just shows you some other big names that he's, he's stacking up against. Hunter Renfro screwed me this week. So yeah, he's been killing it. 
He's, he's been on fire the last couple weeks in particular, mm-hmm. but he's been so consistent all year. I just thought it was kind of interesting to see the two Seattle receivers and how different they've been. It it, it makes total sense when you think like DK is more of a big touchdown maker, you know, and Tyler Lockett's like a long bomb, high yardage guy. Yeah. But, um, the exact same targets too. Though, that was interesting. That is interesting. They're huh. probably keeping tally in the locker room. <laughs> like, hey, remember that? Hey, Russ. Hey, Russ. He's up. He's up five. It's my game. <laughs> Come on. Wouldn't that be annoying though? As a fantasy owner, it's like shit. He's got to catch lock it up. Damn it, I own Metcalf. Well, that's what you think about with Brady, right? You're like, if it's a big Mike <laughs> Evans game, you know the next one's like, all right, Godwin's got to get his. I was gonna say, I don't team like that, especially when they're rolling. Like, do you think they just slide Brady like Hundos? Like, hey, give me a couple extra looks this game. Like, especially when they're playing the Falcons, it's like Dude, they don't yeah, need to worry about. It. It's like, yeah. hey, hey, just give me a couple extra targets. Give me 15 catches this week. <laughs> yeah. <you> Thanks. <laughs> I'll give you a dollar. Uh, Brady's been playing long enough. He knows what's up. He knows oh, how yeah. to manage a wide receiver room. I think he knows how to make money. Does it make that money? All right. I'm going to give you one more just because I thought this one was interesting of my, okay. where was he drafted? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, we need like a theme song for blind resumes. We need to think we of do. that. Hey, if you're interested in submitting a theme song for blind resumes, please send it to Kemper at foldmancheese.com <laughs> <laughs> or put it on our Facebook page or just text us or whatever. I've yeah. said material though. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the last guy's a running back. He's averaging 14 rushes a game for 64 yards and half a touchdown, getting three catches a game for 20 yards and no touchdowns. Where was no, he drafted? No receiving touchdowns? No. Man, this guy's a letdown, whoever it is. Um, Let's see. This looks to me like a Blind someone with the resume. All right, we'll be clipping that going forward. <laughs> um, this looks to me like someone we had higher hopes for just based on the workload. And I would guess that we thought he would be like a third, fourth rounder, you know, like um, if David Montgomery hadn't had the year that he's had recently, at least I would have thought maybe someone like him is, is a pretty decent stat line, but it's not the touchdown output that you were hoping for. Um, I would, I would say, um, yeah, maybe Montgomery or uh, Miles Gaskin type. I think Gaskin's got receiving touchdowns. So, I'll say, I'll say late third, fourth round. Late third, fourth round. So this player was drafted third overall, Ezekiel Elliott. What? Yes, Ezekiel Elliott, averaging that- sixty-four yards a game, half a touchdown, twenty yards receiving. There you go, man. Yeah, the 20 yards receiving is true. He has, <laughs> a, re- he has a receiving touchdown. Though. I know, but I was saying on average, it's zero. You 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 went down to zero. I, I rounded down from point one. <laughs> his, point, his touchdowns are point six seven or something, his rushing touchdowns, right? Is this eight and 12 games? Yeah, I said point seven, didn't I? You said point five. Oh. I think you said point five. You may have said point seven. <laughs> Either way. We'll go to the tape. Zeke. Yikes. Yeah. Disappointing. Yeah, and he's been running back seven, so he's not killing you. But um, I think he, we thought he would be better than he has been. I don't think it's been a disappointment because he's drafted around five or six or something like that. So mm-hmm. you're not like, totally upset about it, but um, he hasn't been exactly what we hoped for. He's splitting sure. more work than you wanted. He's been slowed by this knee injury for sure. You don't love that. So, yeah. There you go. Zeke. Boom. Wow. Well done. I, I actually kind of like that. It's kind of interesting. 
right? It makes you really think about like if you were, I mean, that's another, just another way to look at bond risk. Like if you had this person on the draft board, where, where would you take him? If you knew you were going to get this output, where would you draft him? And obviously there, this year, there was so many that went in such later rounds. I mean, you talked about one, I had Debo on my list, but since you mentioned him, I was like, well, now I'm not using Debo, uh, you know, cause he went in the ninth this year. Cooper went in the fifth, um, Leonard Fournette went in the ninth, you know, stuff yeah. like that. So it is just kind of interesting how there are, you are going to get a handful of people that just surpass expectations go crazy and you know can make a difference in someone's year that's where we and we've talked about this during the pre-draft process too those first like three or four rounds you kind of can't miss and you you, you shouldn't miss you, you know shouldn't. you shouldn't miss there's every now and there's like every year there's like a couple total busts but for the most part you know what you're getting with those guys unless you're trying out a rookie and you're not certain like you know what you're going to get and so the first three or four rounds you should be pretty good based on adp and all that but five through 10 or so that's where you make your money i think yes because that's where you like well that's you get the steals i mean you gotta you start got these Debo, guys you got Debo in the ninth cooper cup went in the fifth i yep exactly yeah that's where you get your steals damian harris went in the sixth um yep real quick i'm gonna name you a couple busts from rounds one through four uh calvin ridley went you know last pick of the second round yeah so that I mean, you can't really expect that, but even before his, um, you know, his health he, issues, he wasn't he, playing, he playing well. One. Yeah. Um, you know, you could put a Antonio Gibson up there. You know, I know he's had a couple strong games of late, but prior he's to gonna, that, he's going to surge at the end of the season. I'm going to be really annoyed. Because but I for fourth pick him. of the second round. Yeah. And then um, Chris Carson went in the fourth round. So that's disappointing. He, Robert Woods. Know he's injury prone. Well, I even say like DK is, wide receiver 22 or something was like early third rounds pretty high up pick right yeah dk where is dk uh why do i not see him oh he, he went in the, the second round my brother. he, he was, was in the second round yeah there you go i mean wide receiver 22 is not killing you but again not what you wanted in the well, second round of your draft right and i mean one faux pas on my part was deandre hopkins i picked him in the end of the second round. And I mean, I can't account necessarily for, he's never missed more than one game in his career, but you know, he's missed four. And he's, yeah. so yeah. anyway, just interesting. Well, I like looking I got, at drafts. I, think I, got, I think I got Deontay Johnson in the fifth or sixth. And yeah. You got him in the fifth. No clutch Debo in the eighth or ninth Antonio Brown. When he played was, was a stud, right? So you, you make your money there, I think, because those guys are, they're filling out the rest of your roster and they're your first or second bench spot. And your first or second bench spot is a guy that should be able to, start for you if needed and michael Pittman, same thing those guys have hopped in and been studs and given me a lot of depth it's given me trade bait it's given and then you know the guy who got cooper cup and you got leonard fournette you talk about like there are just guys in that fifth through eighth or ninth round every year that end up being superstars mm-hmm. and um that's where you make the money well make done that money all right um Waiver wire is going to be on our email only going forward. So we're going to have some waiver wire pickups on the email. Be sure to check out the email email.foldingthecheese.com. We're going to include some waiver wire pickups and some other shenanigans. And then we're going to start throwing some additional stuff in the future as well. But go, go over there, get that email list going. It's one email a week. If you don't want any more unsubscribe, we'll give you a sad face, but we got some good, good waiver wire pickups this week um, to talk about. I want to give a Yahoo league update here. This yes, is getting, sir. This is getting sad, honestly. Um, <laughs> Just so sad my team, once you're ahead or what? Well, a lot of things. So my team is continuing to crush. So I'm the regular season champion, 12 and one, highest point total this week. It was great. Deontay Johnson, Chris Godwin, Jonathan Taylor, 
Dave Montgomery, those guys all just blew it out this week, right? So great week for my team, which is great. I'm more focused on your team right now. So I'm wanting to watch your, your team every week because you're you're in a dogfight for this last playoff spot. I and think it's kind of like the, uh, what game was it? The Steelers and the Lions where nobody wants it. I don't think anybody wants this last playoff spot. They would love to tie. It seems like <laughs> they would love to tie. There are four teams in contention for this thing. Yes. And they're all within one game of each other. And three just, of them lost this week. <laughs> and one of them kind of jumped back into contention. So yeah, like, that was the kicker. One's coming back in. I thought he was dead, but nope, yep. he's right back in it. Yep. And uh, yeah, man, I had Tom Brady kicked it off. and was doing awesome for me. I mean, Mike Evans had a fine, solid game. I had Alexander Madison, so I was feeling great. Uh, this is what freaking killed me. He had Dallas Goddard. Come on. Yeah. Dallas Dude, Goddard got him 30 points. He went off. Who saw that coming? That was nice. Um, but, you know, I had disappointing. I mean, one of the biggest disappointments was Terry McLaurin. Um, did not help me at all. And Miles Gaskin went back to Miles Gaskin. He had two weeks in a row. So I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I do every other week. So he's going back to every other week. Okay. Um, he just wanted to flip from odd to you. Yeah, exactly. He, he just gotcha. wanted to change it up. So that, that sucked for me. Um, so, yeah, I, I lost. Uh, he he had a lot of late players. Like Lamar Jackson got him a few late. And Hunter Renfro got him 20. So he just kind of had an all-around solid week where I just had some duds, um, which which hurt. So, yeah, I'm in this dogfight, man. And once again, I mean, I got lucky that the other two people lost. But once again, the power is out of my hand. So I can only I can't control my own destiny. I will need some more help. Got to win. I'm still playing the third place team right now. So I, I, that's the first thing I got to do. You got to beat Towel. Uh, he's, he's got a hot team. His team's playing well right now. Yeah. You got to beat so, Towel. I took care of one of your competitors for you. I tried to open I the know. door. I appreciate it. it. Could not. I just decided, you know what? Let's, let's Lions this thing. Let's let's let him <laughs> kick that field goal. You're trying try to get a position for a better draft pick next year? Yeah, that sure that's what I'm gunning for. I love yeah. the, uh, the lottery. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, a little disappointing. But you know what? I'll, I'll just keep fighting. That's all I can hope for. You got to. You got a good, you have a good team, honestly. It's just, you got to get them all fire at the same time. I know. You got a good crew. Uh, Signing Troll got a W as well. Of course, obviously. Just, just cruising. She's got a two-week playoff in the Yahoo Public League that she's in. So she actually plays until week 15. So oh, she's wow. actually. So she's, she's, she's only four teams up, make it? Only four teams make it. Yeah. So she's she's already guaranteed a playoff spot. She's two games up, I think, on the guy behind her. Um, but she's got to win, I think, at least one more to to lock up the regular season championship and the number one seed. But Sonia's superb team. She's cruising. Deontay Johnson, Cooper Cup, cruising Jeez. for her. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, she's killing it. Good job, Sonia. Wow. Going to send all the other teams to Dimension X and the Technodrome. The Technodrome. <laughs> I had that also, as a kid. One of the also best super toys. super weird... Like, I guess it's sort of like kind of like the Death Star in some regard. Like, it's just a <laughs> yeah. spherical object, but like it drills underground and it had I that don't know. giant eye on the top. The Technodrome yeah. did. Krang was like the weirdest, one yeah. of the weirdest villains. He had that giant body thing that carried him around. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was awful. But, it was, but they were always, like, again, re watching them, they were always underground. You're right. It always drilled, but it always seemed like they were always out of, we're out of power. It's like, what? Like, okay, if you're these super strong villains, why are you always out of gas? Like, why is that a thing? Shredder in the movie was like legit terrifying, right? He oh, was yeah. like a badass. Ninja we're talking about the, the first the, the live action movie. Awful. Yeah, the first live action movie, which is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, He was, he was like a legit threat, right? Well, he and kicked then, the shit out of the turtles, man. He was a he was a like a ninja master. 
Yeah. Well, is it? It's also weird. Like, so in the cartoons, uh, Splinter was a human, right? In the cartoons. Yeah. Did did he was did a he human? Into, nah. Well, he, I think he yeah, was he a was. human, and he touched the Shredder ooze. knew him. Yeah. yeah. Shredder um, knew him. But then it's funny in the first live action movie, which again came out in the nineties. Cause that's when the height of the turtles was yeah. <laughs> in the live action movie. Nope. He was just a rat. He was a rat. <laughs> Shredder. Shredder hated, hated this rat for some reason. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shredder, yeah. Shredder. He was like Shredder sensei or something like, or, Oh no, here's what it was. So no. So he was a rat and his owner, I guess was Shredder's nemesis. Okay. And so Shredder kills his owner. And I guess and Splinter escapes to the ooze. Yeah. And I think he like scratched him in the face. And ever since then, Shredder's like, oh, get that rat. That's right. There you go. There it is. <laughs> what a trip down memory lane. It's a very well thought out show and movie. <laughs> this all makes sense. I swear. It all makes perfect sense. These turtles were sitting in ooze and became mutated and ninjas. And teenagers, of all things. Just They're right teenagers. to teenage. And they love pizza. So it it's all makes perfect sense. It just does. trust me. It's just good. go with it. So you getting marshmallows on your pizza? Is that what you're getting next? No anchovies. That's for damn sure. No anchovies. No anchovies. So. And if you're a minute late, pizza's free. That's right. That's right. So on that note, we're going to hope our getting our pizza's free. Keep on folding. Fold it. <laughs>